Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to Sister Lives with Mary Jane Kay. Today, I'll be breaking down Season 9, Episode 5, Marriage Counseling, Texas Style. I'll be covering all the episodes in consecutive order typically once the season ends. But in light of Christine's divorce from Cody, this episode just stuck out in my mind, so I wanted to watch it and see what insight I could glean into the dynamic of the relationship. This was all the way back in Season 9. As you know, currently we are awaiting season 16's one-on-one tell-all finale, but due to the Super Bowl, we'll be in suspense till next week. For those of you that have watched the show from the start, for context, this is around the time when Mary was in the process of pursuing a divorce from Cody so Robin could become the legal wife in order for Cody to legally adopt her kids. So in this episode, Christine and Cody are going on an anniversary trip to Galveston, Texas with their marriage therapist, Nancy. Now, I remember when I first saw this episode years ago, I found it incredibly odd and incredibly incongruent to the romantic chill vibes an anniversary should typically ideally promote. The wives and Cody go to the office of the lawyer who helped Mary to get her legal divorce in order to talk a little bit about and navigate through the adoption process. Cody explains that he has filed the adoption in Montana because Robin's ex-husband lives there. And let's remember, this is the ex-husband that Robin informed us last episode she tried harder with than Christine was able to try with Cody. And she mentioned this last episode. Robin's lawyer in Montana has informed her that the adoption has to be handled in Nevada But Robin prefers to still keep it in Montana because then the ex-husband would be more likely to cooperate. And also, there is more polygamy in that area, according to Cody. So adoption of the kids into a polygamist family would not be a barrier to a judge granting the adoption. Robin explains that her Montana lawyer has tried repeatedly to contact her ex-husband and that her ex-husband has refused to respond. So they have had to serve him papers. And when the person serving the papers would show up, the ex-husband would hide and avoid being served. The Las Vegas lawyer says that if the ex-husband does not sign, he will then have a record. And it's not a criminal record, but a court order for forever stating he is a negligent parent on the record. And if he has not done certain things, then he is presumed to have abandoned and neglected the children. And he can sign and relinquish his rights so Cody can adopt the kids. And Robin has what looks like a panic attack as she's explaining this. She begins hyperventilating. She says she can't breathe and she gets up, takes her mic off. And the producer cuts the scene. And then she explains that she couldn't breathe. She couldn't talk. She felt very overwhelmed thinking about this. And she says going to the lawyer's office and hearing how bad everything could get, how it could hurt her ex or follow him around, follow his family around, how this could follow him around the rest of his life. And she has tried to really get him to understand that they're not going to take the kids away from him. They're not going to take away visitation rights. But she says it sounds like war and she really doesn't want to go to war with her ex. In the next scene, Cody is leaving for an anniversary trip with Christine, and he says goodbye to everyone individually, and he says it takes a long time to say goodbye since his family is so big. And Cody has a friend, Pat, who used to be their marriage counselor in Utah, and she now lives in Galveston. So, for their romantic anniversary trip, Christine and Cody are taking their new marriage counselor, Nancy, to Galveston, Texas, to supervise their anniversary trip exploring Galveston with the purpose of visiting their old marriage counselor, Pat, who is now a family friend. Love is in the air, 
or maybe a marriage intervention. It doesn't seem too lovey-dovey or romantic or fun taking your new marriage counselor along on your anniversary trip to visit your old marriage counselor. Cody says he thinks they're going to have a fun time as he's walking out the door. And Christine responds, did you say, I think? It's their 21st anniversary, and Cody tells viewers it's their 22nd wedding anniversary, and Christine has to remind him, no, it's your 21st anniversary. I know this is an issue for Cody because last year on Mary's anniversary, where she said, I'm waiting for you, and he said, I'm not coming, where they are taking takeout to Coyote Pass to have a little picnic, and Mary made the 30 Rice Krispies treats, Cody's favorite, to represent 30 years of marriage, Cody got that anniversary wrong, too, and he couldn't guess it. I would bet he knows the right anniversary with Robin, though. Cody jokes that this will be their 100th anniversary with a huge grin, as if he's being cute and funny. And Cody says it's an anniversary trip, but they need help, so they're bringing their family therapist to straighten them up. It's a couple's therapy anniversary trip. Christine mentions that it seems odd to take a marriage therapist on an anniversary trip, and she says she has reached a point where almost every day is hard. It's hard to see a silver lining every day. Every day seems like a struggle in their marriage. Cody says what they have been dealing with the past few years isn't something they can resolve in one therapy session with Nancy, the therapist. Christine mentions that they have been going to see her, and they've made progress, but they will progress further with more intense time to figure things out, like bringing her on this anniversary. Cody says a nice walk on the beach while being held accountable might make them have a breakthrough. Mary teases them about the amount of luggage they have, and Cody admits that he packs like a woman, and they show the beautiful shores of Galveston, Texas, as Cody is driving his rented convertible with Christine at his side and his patchy Goldilocks gripping on for dear life, blowing in the breeze. And they get to a quaint inn, and it kind of gives me Gilmore Girls type of vibes if you're kind of familiar with that show. Uh, the innkeeper gives them a tour, explaining some of the building's history, and she notes that the stained glass windows are all the originals, and they have all withheld, they've held strong through every hurricane, including the 1900 storm. And Cody says it's a resilient town, it's a resilient building, and that that town gets wiped out every hundred years or less with natural disasters, and Christine jokes that that's so indicative of their marriage, that every hundred years or less it gets wiped, up, wiped out, but then it's resilient and things remain. And Pat comes to meet them at the, the happy couple at the inn, and she's the family friend who was once the family counselor when they lived in Utah, and now she lives in Galveston. Christine jokes that Cody is partially in love with Pat, and Cody says, you don't have to joke about that, I'm in love with Pat. And he says, it's strictly platonic, and Pat could tell him to straighten up, and he just would. Pat, please, 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 give Cody a call. He needs a call. Nancy, the current therapist, arrives, and Cody says Pat has a gift for validation, and she's very kind. And Cody says his relationship with Pat has been a very sweet place where he can say life sucks and she'll commiserate with him. She'll say, I know it's so hard and it's okay. So she basically coddles Cody. She strokes his ego and tells him what he wants to hear. Christine points out that when Cody goes to Nancy, the current therapist, and says life sucks, Nancy, Nancy tells him, stop whining, that's enough. And you have to be honest with people for them to grow and encourage them to be better. Sympathizing completely coddles the ego and does nothing for Cody's development. I'm definitely not a therapist, but I'd prefer a Nancy. 
Honesty and understanding reality would probably promote change better than sympathizing. But I have no experience in that field to really give a firm comment on that. Cody says that Nancy focuses more on accountability and they will be going to the beach. Cody tells Nancy he calls her accountability and he calls Pat validation. Janelle says that Cody says he doesn't like going to counseling because he feels it's always his wife's laundry list against him. And Janelle says Cody has a laundry list against all his wives as well, but there are four wives with one laundry list against him. Robin interjects that Cody isn't shy. If he has a problem, he doesn't hold it in. He gets his griping in too. And Robin says she feels for Cody and she understands that he has a big job and it's hard, but he chose this. Nancy, Christine, and Cody get to the beach and Nancy tells Cody and Christine, you know the phrase line in the sand? What does that mean to you guys? Cody says it's don't cross this line or else. And Christine cuts him off there and answers, it's your boundary. Then Cody nods and repeats, it's your boundary, yeah, as if he wasn't sure of the answer and Christine gave it to him. Nancy asks each of them to draw a line in the sand. Cody says Nancy is making reference to how every relationship has certain lines, meaning boundaries. Cody says for him, there's a line he has where every wife has to understand that he loves, adores, and has a relationship with each of the other wives. Christine says that is one of Cody's strong lines of conviction that everyone should recognize and understand. And Cody says everyone has to recognize that the family as a whole has to be respected. That means the children and the wives, meaning everyone puts the whole larger family first, I believe. Nancy says they're going to work on drawing lines and why we draw them, why we set boundaries, setting boundaries and why we set them. Nancy wants to point out the difference between drawing a line out of conviction and drawing a line out of anger. Setting a boundary out of personal conviction or setting a boundary in anger. This is incredible foreshadowing. Once Cody set a boundary in anger of no more sex ever with Christine and no intimacy in their marriage, and he cited her treatment of the other wives and how she behaves with them, and also how she refuses to obey his guidelines as reasons he didn't want intimacy with her, so he set that boundary of no sex because he was angry about her refusal to obey his mandates and more or less how she treats Robin. And Nancy perceived Cody's manipulations all the way back then. And it seems to apply to his current behavior with Christine. He seems to currently be setting boundaries in anger as a form of manipulation to push out his wives. So it's interesting that all the way back in season nine, Nancy feels this aspect of Cody and the dynamic between Christine and Cody needs improvement. Nancy wants them to draw lines of conviction. Cody draws a line in the sand and he says, this is us together. We will work it, work it out and I will never cross this line. I will never say I'm done. This is over. He will never cross that line. He will never say it's done. He will never give up. He will never say it's over. Christine then is asked by Nancy if she will join Cody in that, in agreeing to never saying she's done, never saying it's over. And she agreed. Christine says it's good to know where they both stand on things and it's okay to have convictions and to have an opinion. It's how you express your opinions and whether or not how you express your opinions is okay. Next up, Christine and Cody have earrings and bandanas on like pirates and the mood seems really light and jovial. They meet Nancy and she was the one who instructed them to wear the pirate outfits that Pat gave them as gifts when she met them. Cody says Nancy wants them to have fun. They want to lighten the vibe. 
Nancy, Cody, and Christine go to a pirate exhibit, and Cody jokes that they are there to have booty. And Christine goes, I don't think you can say booty. It's totally cringe. I didn't think it was cute or funny, but I've heard worse. And it seems really where they've gone, it's like a kid's attraction. It looks like the inside of a pirate ship, and it is cool, but it's more geared towards children. Think the Goonies, the pirate ship in the Goonies with the coins everywhere. That's basically where, what it looks like. Christine says that she wants to have fun, and Cody says they'll be having a great time. And then all of a sudden, Christine will want to talk about the relationship, and he makes a pouty face and a pouty tone as if he's almost mocking Christine. And when he does this, his face honestly looks constipated, and Christine lets him know that the joke didn't quite land. Christine admits that she does that sometimes, bringing up the relationship during fun and light times. Janelle reflects that for her, what defines Cody and Christine's relationship is that they are goofy together. And Robin says, it's really very sweet. It's fun. Mary says, nothing. Nothing at all. During all the confessional scenes so far in this episode with Mary, Robin, and Janelle on the couch, Mary basically just sits there expressionless as Janelle and Robin participate and comment to producers. Mary really seems to not want to be there at all this episode. Christine says, although it's a fun anniversary trip, Nancy is there and they do need to have some serious conversations. They meet Nancy and Nancy wants to have a conversation on the porch about some past discussions that they've had. Nancy asks Cody what trust means to him in terms of intimacy with Christine. Wow, again a foreshadow. As we know, Christine divorced Cody after he let it be known they would no longer have any sex or intimacy between them in their marriage. Now, this episode I'm watching now aired in 2015, I believe, and it was probably filmed in 2014. And now we're in 2022, and the scene of Cody finding his ship packed in the garage was filmed in 2021, I'm guessing. So seven years later, Cody is insisting there will be no sex, and that's what ended the marriage. And in 2014, the therapist is asking Cody what trust means to him in terms of intimacy. This leads me to believe that Cody was telling Christine as an excuse to refuse sex and connection and presence and intimacy that there was a lack of trust with her and that's why. And Cody responds that when you don't have trust, you don't have intimacy and the lack of intimacy became apparent to Christine so she went to Cody asking why there was no intimacy and he told her because there is no trust. Then they started communicating. Cody says this began unfolding in the past four weeks as far as them even communicating about it. So I really wonder when the intimacy stopped completely and for how long had it stopped before Christine brought it to him in a conversation. I even wonder if it was since Truly was born in season one. We know this season, Cody says he felt a lack of trust and betrayal from Christine because she would tell others in the family that she was going to leave Cody. We know Cody told her, his intimacy with her was dependent on her following his mandates and obeying him more and also her behavior with the other wives and the relationships with the other wives, basically meaning Robin. We already know that Christine and Janelle have a very close and connected bond. Intimacy is dependent on trust for Cody. Cody says the lack of trust and hence the lack of intimacy has to do with the way Christine values and perceives the whole family meaning Cody is expecting Christine and all of the wives to put the larger family ahead of their own personal relationships with him and their own personal needs. Cody says they came to a point in their relationship when they were living in Utah where Christine said she hated the principle. She hated living in polygamy. She hated sharing and feeling the jealousy and all the things that were negative associated with polygamy. 
Christine says she did say those things and she hated living polygamy. She would cry in her room when they all lived in one house in Utah and she told Cody it was too hard to watch him have wonderful romantic relationships with his other wives when she would look at their relationship and know it was struggling. She was feeling miserable and jealous. She didn't anticipate being a jealous person, but she is very jealous and very angry. And Christine says rather than look at the emotions behind what she was saying and realizing that is truth and taking it as truth, that her feelings are validated and recognize her feelings, Cody fixated on Christine saying she hated plural marriage. In my opinion, Cody was focusing on how Christine hated the lifestyle rather than validating and understanding her emotions because it's easier for him to deflect and pin it on crazy negative... Christine, who hates the way that they live, and uh, probably he assumes maybe that she hates the family as well. This way, Cody can pin all the fault on her and hating polygamy rather than recognize and discuss her feelings and what he can do to improve the relationship and help her have her needs met as her husband. Cody says that Christine appreciating the family and how it came together and appreciating what the family is as a whole is what makes Cody trust her. Cody says for him, trust and intimacy are intertwined. Basically, in my opinion, Cody is saying, if you want sex and closeness with me physically and emotionally, you need to put aside our separate relationship, set aside your own individual needs and emotions, set aside and ignore everything about our relationship, and only focus on the needs of the family and the family as a whole. And do what I say, and I'll trust you when you obey me, and you think as I think, and do as I want. And then maybe I'll give you a crumb. I'll meet your need for intimacy. And it will be a speck or a crumb, not the whole need, but you will only get a little piece when you submit. Give up how you feel, give up what you need, submit to the family, and then when I know you will act according to my wishes and think according to my thoughts, then I'll give you some trust and then I'll give you a grain of what you want. Then the cycle continues and you keep doing as Cody wants, so the needs you have barely get met. When Christine decided to pack Cody's things, what did he do? He said, no sex anymore, ever. Many polygamists live with no sex, so deal with it. That was his stance, rigid, unbending, uncompromising. He said, basically, he's saying, I'll get my needs met three other places. You'll get none unless you comply and you change your behavior with Robin. Change the way you are with the wives. Change the way you are specifically with Robin. Obey me. Listen to all the things I say and do as I say. All of it is a manipulation, and Cody was doing it all along. Except now the mask has slipped more often, and Nancy is a smart cookie. She has his number all the way in season 9. Bless her. Christine explains that when she told Cody she hated plural marriage, Cody shut down. The conversation was over. Cody always told the wives it's the family over everything. The larger family comes before personal needs. Relationship needs everything. Christine is saying she hates the, this way of life. She doesn't like polygamy. And Cody's supposedly the leader. When Christine mentions hating the way she lives and that goes against putting the larger family ahead of her own needs, Cody won't dialogue. He won't compromise. He won't even listen. Conversation over. Shut down. No give and take. No equal partnership. No compromise. Rigid, unyielding. Is this how a husband, an equal partnership, where both halves have equal worth in the marriage works? Is this how an unequal partnership, a dictatorship works, where even the slightest opposition is met with complete disregard and a refusal to compromise, stonewalling? 
Cody was an ego-driven man from the get-go, and you can really see the clear parallels to the dynamic today and the mask-off Cody we see this season in this episode in Season 9. It's a great foreshadow of current events. We see how Christine has blossomed and evolved and how Cody has become darker and increasingly ego-driven as he needs to feed his ego more and more and more. Christine says just because she isn't enjoying polygamy, it does not mean that she is leaving. Cody says that they were crumbling and they needed more time. And Christine says more time for what? To keep falling into disrepair? Cody says they have to find a way around the miscommunications and misunderstandings. They have to figure out what is going to make the relationship work for 25 years or 50 years or more, according to Cody. But I guess not. Eight years later, and Christine said, no more. Christine says they aren't communicating well. They don't know how to talk to each other without pushing each other's buttons. And because of that, there is no foundation of trust. You can't trust somebody when you can't hear what they are saying and they can't hear you. Christine says because they aren't listening to each other, there is no trust or intimacy. And she says communication is a big deal and they really aren't good at it. There's a scene of Annie taking care of Truly and holding down the fort with Christine's older kids. She seems to be really chill and have a free spirit vibe, very peaceful. And Truly is running around, jumping on her bed, enjoying her youth, having the time of her life. And it really makes me want to be a kid all over again. She has a free spirit shirt on that I love. I like Truly. There was a scene, um, I believe it was last season, when Cody was trying to teach Truly to ride a bike and she wasn't down or comfortable with it. And Cody kept trying to push her and she said something to the effect of, it's my body, it's my choice. Like asserting she has a right to do what she feels comfortable and safe with. It's good to set boundaries and stand up and to be able to do that with her dad when he was pushy at her age, I was super impressed with Truly. And Annie is super chill. Now back to Galveston, Nancy meets Cody and Christine at the beach where people collect rocks and they stack them in piles, kind of like Jenga, except you're just piling the rocks and not pulling out pieces hoping that the tower will still stand. Nancy wants Christine and Cody to collect rocks and make their own rock tower that is symbolic of their anniversary, involving the amount of years together or the amount of kids they have together. Nancy wants the tower to symbolize or characterize attributes of their marriage. It should be cooperative and include their visions for now and of, for the future as well. So if we're saying now, the tower would be non-existent rocks on the floor. But let's see what Cody and Christine come up with. Cody explains that there are stacks of rocks, towers, and they will build one. And they go off to collect rocks holding hands. Cody says the exercise is, is not about Nancy seeing how well they work together, but for them to see for themselves how well they work together as a trust-building exercise. Cody takes four rocks to represent his four wives and makes them the foundation or base of the tower that is supposed to be symbolic of Cody and Christine's anniversary together. Christine says that the therapist wanted the tower to represent their anniversary, but Cody seems to be insistent on building a tower that represents the whole family and not their relationship. Cody says they're building a house, their home, what they talk about all the time, how their family is the soul of their home, so they're going to build their home. Christine asks Cody if it can be different this time, just about them, just about their relationship. It is their anniversary after all, and those were the instructions that Nancy gave. Cody tells Christine, just trust me. We'll build this. We'll see where it goes. Just trust me. 
Christine reluctantly says, okay, and Cody gives his typical fake shit-eating grin we have seen a few times this season. Well, trusting Cody and seeing where it goes and Christine's needs being completely ignored and unheard has led to divorce. We already know that. Cody isn't the type of man to put faith in, to trust. He doesn't seem willing to even hear his wives. He doesn't seem to compromise if you are low on the totem pole especially. But he expects to be heard and obeyed and seen as worthy of trust or worthy of leadership. He says, just trust me. Maybe he should have listened to and trusted his wives, validated their emotions, adjusted as he expects them to all adjust and compromise to him. Back to tower building. Cody asks if they should make the tower with 22 rocks. He starts counting out 22 rocks without even hearing Christine's answer or taking her opinion into consideration at all. Christine says, no, I think... And he's ignoring that. He cuts her off. He's ignoring that she even spoke. He's counting out the 22 rocks to represent the whole family when the tower is supposed to represent the relationship between Cody and Christine and their anniversary. And Christina said no, as he suggests it, and it isn't even heard. Cody is ignoring the therapist's assignment. Cody is ignoring his wife's feelings and opinions and removing her say completely. He's railroading the whole assignment and doing it his way with no regard for Christine's wishes or for the therapist's instructions. Cody has always done things his way and he expects it. He only follows his own ego and his own desires. He doesn't even have the capacity to regard the therapist in their doctor-client relationship, let alone his wife. This is so sad. Christine says, Wait, I think the home shouldn't be 22 rocks. It should be things like love and trust and compassion. Cody says Christine was trying to take the assignment, the tower, in a different direction than what he wanted. Christine was trying to follow the therapist's instructions of the tower representing their individual relationship and anniversary. She clearly expresses her wishes of what the rocks in the tower should represent. Cody says Christine tried taking the tower in a different direction, but he was not going to let her. That it was not about the relationship between them as a couple, it was about the whole family. The trip is supposed to be an anniversary trip with the therapist there to improve things. The therapist requested the tower symbolize their individual relationship, their anniversary. After all, this is their anniversary and their anniversary trip. Cody automatically decides he is going to assert himself and complete the assignment that he wants to complete in his mind. So he creates his own assignment, his own instructions that he wants to do of making a tower representing the family. Christine voiced her wants that it not be 22 rocks, that the rocks represent qualities like love and trust, things that follow the assignment and pertain to their anniversary and their relationship. Cody is supposed to do this together with Christine. Instead, he decides the four stones represent four wives and that will be the foundation and there will be 22 rocks to represent the family. Christine says no and Cody keeps counting rocks and he insists, I'm not going to allow Christine to make this about us. If Cody isn't interested in them as a couple and he isn't interested in his anniversary, why is he there at all? Why is Nancy there? It's very clear Cody doesn't want to hear all of his wives. If Cody were with Robin, could you imagine him saying during their anniversary, this isn't about you, this isn't about us, it's not about us, this is about the family, our anniversary is about the bigger family? Or would they be in their hotel going at it like bunnies without a thought about the other wives and kids and the larger family if it was Cody and Robin's anniversary? Cody's behavior is so gross. Christine compromises a little. She says, we can do 22 rocks for the family, but she thinks it should be done a little differently. Cody doesn't respond. Look at her. He completely ignores Christine 
She, he ignores that she even just spoke, as if she was talking to a wall, as if she was talking to herself. And he continues counting rocks in robot mode, as if she is talking to no one. He gives no acknowledgement whatsoever. Robin says that there are times where Cody wants them to do stuff all together, the wives together, or all as a family. And sometimes as wives, they want time with just the wife and Cody, and maybe just with the wife and Cody and their kids together separately as a separate family unit. Christine tells Cody, as she is watching him build this tower that was supposed to represent them as a couple, that it should be about the family, but about them as a couple as well, too. She gives, she acknowledges the family, but she wants their marriage relationship to be acknowledged, too, separately as well. But Cody is unwilling to acknowledge their marriage and them as a couple separately. He seems to only want to acknowledge the family as a whole. He completely disregards Christine as his wife, and he disregards their relationship as well. Christine is frustrated. She asks if Cody can be present. Can he just be there with her, participating present with her? She says maybe Cody doesn't get it. This is sad to say, but in my opinion, Cody gets it. And at this point, I believe he was attempting to humiliate Christine and force his way of thinking down her throat that the family comes first at all costs, even to the detriment of her individual needs or her needs with Cody within their marriage. He's doing this intentionally because he prob he's probably super pissed at her that she says she hates polygamy and because she wants the relationship with him and not solely with the larger family. This is his way of humiliating her and letting her know, I don't give a fuck what you want, what the therapist wants. Things will be done according to me, no matter what, and everything is going to be about the larger family, and I don't give a fuck about you, your feelings, your needs. I want X, and we are doing X, and that's it. Christina has been all she can bend and she is bending backwards she is still compromising and cody can't even pretend to listen to her or anything that doesn't jive with his ego and his way this tower is reminiscent of the way cody handled the pandemic as well his way period rigid inflexible no compromise no validation and punishment with withholding attention affection communication cody has a pattern and it's super clear looking back Reflecting on the tower situation and Cody's unyielding obstinance, Christine says this is how Cody is. He gets something in his head and come hell or high water, he's just going to do it and there isn't communication back and forth about what they will do. It will just be Cody's way. Christine tells Cody he's set on 22 rocks and she says it's funny. Cody asks her, oh, you don't like that regarding his insistence on the 22 rocks? And Christine says, I don't know. But during confessional, Christine reflects that she needs to be heard. She cooperates. She keeps bringing Cody rocks to fulfill his 22 rocks. And he says, you like little ones. And it felt really critical because she kept bringing him smaller rocks. But that could just be the overall tone of the scene as well. And Christine says, yeah, I got the little rocks because they're easier to carry. And Cody says, yes, but the little rocks don't make a good foundation, even if they are easier to carry. Christine responds that that's prophetic. She reflects that Cody just bulldozes and does what he thinks needs to be done, and sometimes it's beneficial for everybody, and sometimes it hurts feelings how he does things, how he takes over, how he insists on his way without consulting everyone else. Christine realizes with the rock tower, there is no point in interjecting anymore or even discussing it because in the end, he isn't going to do what Christine wants, and he isn't even going to compromise. She knew there was no way she would win whatsoever, so she tried to lose with grace. 
She knew she would not be heard or considered. Who wants a husband who won't even hear you, let alone compromise or consider your views? A marriage is an equal partnership, not a situation where the man has all the say and all the power 100% of the time and the woman is not even heard when she speaks. Christine says that talking about the tower would be wasting time that she, and she knows it will already go Cody's way. So she just made the best of it on her anniversary trip. So she just does it Cody's way. Cody looks smug with a creepy Duper's Delight smile and he says, I just thought it was a good rock metaphor of a solid family, hard on top because they placed a heart-shaped rock on top as a 22nd rock. He calls it a keystone in love. Nancy says she found it fascinating to watch them complete the exercise together. Cody, with zero self-awareness and full of ego, asks, Did we work like a team, Nancy? She asks them what they think. Christine says, Not so much. They didn't work well as a team. Cody says, We work together, but we are both independently thinking. Christine tells Cody, I just had to do what you wanted. Cody says, He thought he was the leader more like a tyrant who changed the assignment and insisted on doing it exactly his way, allowing no input from anyone else. Not even his partner in the project, Christine. Anytime Christine voiced anything, it was ignored as if she was standing there completely mute or he was deaf. Christine tells Cody he was bossy. She says in the end it was heartbreaking and frustrating and an awful experience for her. Christine says if she were building the tower, she would have done it differently. She wouldn't have included the whole family in the tower that was supposed to represent the relationship with Cody and their anniversary. She knows it's Cody's thing to include the whole family with everything. And Cody tells Christine, so your tower would ideally represent just the love between the two of us? Christine says yes, it would just be about our relationship alone. She says she is looking for love. And Cody says... She is looking for love, and he knows that, but he is looking for a solid foundation and structure. He tells Christine, honor the entire family, and I will love you. He's telling her his love for her is predicated on and dependent on if she puts the family ahead of her own needs and behaves as he wishes her to behave with the whole family. If she behaves as he wishes, then he will love her, not before. That love is not the unconditional and compromising love of an equal partnership where a husband and wife mutually see each other as equals in the marriage. That love given if you do this or that then, that love is conditional love given if. Cody is satisfied that Christine is behaving and cooperating within the family as he wishes while forgoing her own needs as an individual and her needs as his wife within the relationship. That isn't love. Christine's only value to Cody seems to be as part of the larger family and not as his wife or even as the mother of his kids. Cody's love is contingent on the behavior of the person who will be receiving that conditional love. Cody's love for Christine is dependent on her mindset coinciding with his, foregoing her individual needs in the marriage and the larger family, and submitting completely to him. Otherwise, he cannot show, give, or express his love. That's incredibly abusive and manipulative. Cody says his family was well-established before Christine came into it as the third wife. He says it's about the whole family. Let's not make the anniversary about how romantic their relationship is. Nancy says she watched Christine during the tower exercise, realizing she was not going to win, that Cody was not going to listen to any of her suggestions, that Cody would refuse Christine's interjections and opinions. She would suggest things two or three times and Cody would ignore her and disregard her and just keep doing what he was doing. Nancy says there were some of the old relationship elements there, 
in that experience. But I have a feeling it was always what Nancy refers to as the old relationship from the start of their marriage. Cody admits that he knows that he's railroaded her, and he says, a little. He says he understands he railroaded Christine, and he isn't sorry for it. Christine says she'll give it to him this time, basically just letting it go. Cody asks Christine, what can I give you in return so that they're in a win-win marriage together? Christine asks on this, meaning on the tower, on this exercise, on the marriage, what are you asking? And he says, on the tower, what can I give? Cody tells Nancy he is going to give Christine something back. He says that he knows Christine wants to matter, and Christine says she wants Cody to trust her. Christine says she gets frustrated with Cody because he does not think that she likes the whole family or cares about her sister wives. She says she cares more about her sister wives than Cody says she does, and she thinks her actions prove it. Funny, but this season, Cody complained about how close Janelle and Christine were, how they got together in bullying cliques that excluded some members of the family, but they seem to have an amazing relationship between the family of her, her own family and Janelle's family, even now, and Cody took issue with it when they were getting along very well during the pandemic. So does he want the sister wives to be close or not? Or does he want them to be close as in let Robin into your clique because we all know he doesn't give a fuck about Mary? I have a feeling all of this is Cody being pissed that she isn't kissing Robin's ass every time she sees her and pulling out the red carpet. Christine says she will fall sometimes and she isn't always secure and solid, but she really wants Cody to trust her. She knows that to Cody, the whole family is the most important thing and she will give him that, but she wants trust and she is more here than he thinks she is. I feel like Christine is begging Cody to acknowledge that she is trying and that she is invested both in their marriage and in the larger family. Christine seems to be bending over backwards to be heard and communicate to Cody that she understands his viewpoints and she wants to be understood as well. She deserves for Cody to bend over backwards to let her know that she is being heard and she gets nothing back. Even after validating Cody and the whole family as the priority, Cody refuses to hear or validate Christine. The whole thing is really hard for her. Cody says he believes her and he'll give her that as if he's doing her a favor by acknowledging her bending over backwards to validate him. All she gets is a reluctant, I believe you. They're heading to a romantic restaurant in Galveston to enjoy their anniversary dinner. Cody says at dinner, as they wish each other happy anniversary in like the most platonic, awkward way, that he had so much fun during the day that he forgot it was Christine's anniversary. And he refers to it as your anniversary. He says, I, ha I had so much fun today that I forgot it was your anniversary, not our anniversary or their anniversary as a couple, your anniversary. It was as if Cody was suggesting that anniversaries aren't typically fun or anniversaries with Christine aren't fun. As if Cody views anniversaries as more of an obligation to tolerate or a chore than a fun celebration of love. Christine says that it's nice to do things that are as fancy as the dinner they are having. And she says when Nancy asked what they wanted to get out of the trip in the beginning of the trip, what the purpose of the trip was, that she said all she would like is understanding. She would like to understand Cody. I would like to see Cody understand her, meaning Cody to hear her, Cody to understand her, to make her feel understood by him, her husband, who should understand her the most, ideally, of everyone in her life. Understanding from your husband and the father of your kids should be a given. The fact that she had to request of their marriage therapist that on the anniversary trip, she hopes to understand her husband better was sad. 
That understanding and empathy is the basis of any healthy, good, equal relationship, marriage or otherwise. They are years and years into this marriage, and she wants to get out of this anniversary therapy trip some understanding of Cody. She should be asking Cody to understand her. She should already be getting understanding from him to some degree from the man who is her husband and the father of her kids. Cody questions Christine, and he says, you actually said that in a shocked tone when Christine voiced wanting to get to understand Cody better out of the experience. Christine wants to try and work harder and understand him as if there is something wrong with her when it should be her asking him to understand her struggles. Christine says she wants to try and get Cody and to really get him to really understand him as a person. And Cody asks as if she's a child, really, do you feel like you understand now? What do you understand? She, I think Christine deserves to be heard and understood, and instead, she is telling Cody she wants to understand him, and he questions what she understands now as if she needs to be educated on understanding and compassion when he is the one who is deficient and has the inability to understand Christine or anything other than his ego and his own wants and needs. Christine responds to Cody's question of what she understands about him now, and she says that the family is the most important thing, and it wasn't until the Rock Tower when she kept trying to make it just about the both of them, and she has been asking for years, let's just make it about us, please, and she didn't get it. She didn't understand Cody's way of thinking, and now she does. Cody is deeply at his core all about the family. Was Cody all about the family when he asked Isabel his minor child to go to New Jersey by herself during a pandemic to do a life-threatening surgery. I mean, I really think that might have been the breaking point, one of the hugest breaking points for Christine, other than the no sex thing. Christine tells the story of how Gwen was awkward around Cody. He'd come home and she'd be laughing and loud and obnoxious, and she'd watch Cody get frustrated with Gwen. And then Cody shifted how he behaves with her, and he took time with her, he talked to her, and he would show her affection, and Gwen began reciprocating that affection towards him. And Christine says watching how good Cody's relationship got with Gwen as he invested in her made Christine love Cody more, and she never connected it to how he feels about Christine really truly loving all of her sister wives and how he feels about the whole family. Christine says that it's been a big revelation. Janelle is hanging out with her kids who are messing around, and Janelle says it's typical after-work behavior when Cody isn't there, and if Cody was there, she could call him and he could straighten out the boys. He'd come over right away to straighten out the boys who are horsing around. And Janelle says she's glad when he gets to go away with a wife because it's important for every marriage, and that they're not all able to get away every year for their anniversaries. Christine and Cody then meet Pat, their former therapist, and they walk along the beach and talk about their experience. Pat asks for a summary of the trip and what each of them has learned individually. Cody says, I know when it's cloudy and rainy to be at peace when my wives are blue. He says it's really hard when they are blue. And Cody says he's been afraid to acknowledge, validate, or witness the depression, the pain, the loss of something, the sorrow, the jealousy, any kind of negative emotion, anything that someone is dealing with in a marriage because he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be in that place. Cody asks Pat to bestow upon him her gift of validation. And he says, let me have that spirit of validation for the rest of my life, meaning that he should feel validated constantly. Cody says that on their 21st wedding anniversary, he realizes that when Christine is in pain, he can't be offended by her pain or feel overburdened by her pain. 
It's his responsibility to validate it. He says he realized that over the past five or six years, and maybe even throughout all of his years with Mary, that he had an inability to validate. So every time a concern was brought up, they would argue because he came from a standpoint that they all had a great life instead of trying to say that he understands his wife's feelings. And instead of saying he understands Christine's feelings and he understands that she feels heartbroken when she's going through pain. Cody says that a wife recently told him, when I'm in hell, I need you to lay down next to me in hell. Cody says that it's a sacrifice he knows he needs to make to say, Christine, I'm sorry your heart is broken. I'll hold you as you feel this way, instead of immediately trying to invalidate her, disregard her feelings, or pull her out of it. Christine says it's good to hear Cody say that and that he's right about that. And she says if Cody would hear and acknowledge and really listen, then that creates trust and that creates a foundation. Cody says his greatest lesson from the experience is to understand his wife's pain. He doesn't have to own it or take it personal, but just to allow it to be and to accept it. Cody says it's been hard work, but fun. He learned a lot and they had a good time. Christine says the things she learned, no one could have told her. She prayed and she wants to see the good in each other in everyday life. That Cody and her were alone in Galveston and they will go back home and he has three other wives and she has six kids and there are 17 kids all together within the family that they'll be thrown back into the pot again of the whole family and Christine doesn't know how they will hold on to the magical time they had together. Cody says when they go back to their regular lives and they struggle again, it will take time to adjust but he thinks they will both remember and increasingly make a conscious effort to move in the right direction. Now, obviously, this trip didn't do a whole lot of good because we see now in season 16 that they've gotten a divorce, that Christine is a very strong woman. She empowers herself. She stands up for herself. She refuses to accept less than she deserves. And we really see Christine's full evolution, you know, from this episode in season nine on, even earlier, she slowly, slowly, slowly starts really blossoming and developing. And Cody just becomes more ego-driven and darker and darker and more into trying to resort to control and manipulation to try to garner more control and power in the family. And um, we see that cause the destruction of the family. So it's really interesting to see. Anyways, that brings us to the end of the episode. And please like, share, comment, subscribe down below. I look forward to hearing all of your thoughts on all things Sister Wives. And next week will be the part three of the tell-all one-on-one extravaganza. And I am really excited about it. Cody is going to be giving his input on his relationship with Christine, his side of the story, and Christine will be giving her side, and it should be very interesting to see how he spins and tries to manipulate that narrative. I will see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to Sister Wives with Mary Jane Kay. Much appreciated. Bye!